Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I want to talk about car insurance. And I'm going to give you a whole story where six car insurance companies were under investigation for anti-competitive practices and they've all agreed to reform their internal competition law compliance. But it raises the whole question about car insurance. A lot of people are saying, you know, why is car insurance so expensive? Why is it going up? Why are we one of the most expensive places in the world to get a car insurance, particularly for young people? The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. The question I want to ask you is, are you getting a good deal in your car insurance or has it gone to a ridiculous price? Chris, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Chris? Hello, how are you? Good. Now, getting back to insurance, um, you've got a story about insurance. Yeah, basically I was up for a renewal this year. Now last year it was quite cheap for me. I think it was around about four fifty, down yeah. from around about six fifty. Right. Okay. okay. Now maybe it was something to do with the pandemic. I don't know. I'm not sure. But anyway, went back this year. Same broker, same insurance, uh, same insurance company that I had it with last year, and they quoted me just over six hundred. Right. So it's gone back up again. Yeah. Oh, it went back up again. Yeah. Well, I rang around, got a, a thing off somebody else for another broker. Went to the other broker. And he got it for me for four ninety. I know. With the same insurance company. I know. I've seen with that. the same insurance company, not with. But, but hang on, hang company. on, Chris. You can ring up your <laughs> own insurance company. My insurance company sent me out a quote for six about six seventy, I think it was. Right. Yeah. I rang them up and I said, "That's too dear. I don't want that." And she said, "Oh right. Have you got a better quote?" So I just lied and I said, "Yeah." I said, "I've just been quoted four fifty by another insurance company." So she came back to me and she said, listen, the best we can do is 520, but that will include, of course, windscreen breakage and wet breakdown cover. Blah, blah. So I got her down from 620, 670 to 520 in a phone call. Well, I went to them, to my insurance company, and it was over 700. Yeah. Them, phone call, I, I say this to everybody. It's worth, forget about this online carry-on, right? Because you're oh, just, well, you, no, if, you, if you go yeah. online, you're just filling out the form and you're, yeah. you're just paying whatever they're asking for. Ring them up. Because if you're with an insurance company, they send you out your renewal premium, never pay what they ask you for because they're hoping you'll just pay it, right? Ring them up and say, that's too dear. I've got a quote somewhere else. And they'll always reduce the price. Always. Yeah, but if it's a fair quote, you're not going to run around. I'm not going to run around. Last year was a fair quote, 450. I scaled down from a, a 1900cc to a 1700cc. I was thinking it was that. Nothing to do with that whatsoever. But the Back age of the car, year, by the way, has a lot to do with it too. Yeah, well, like, uh, that has a bit to do with it, all right, but I'm not so sure, like, because, I mean, the car that I have now is is the same age as the other one. Well, maybe a year or two in the difference, but it's nothing significant. There is, and, you know, they were back up at the same price that I had been at, not last year, the previous year. Yeah. This year. And then all of a sudden I get it from another broker, and he gets it for me 490 460 if I wanted just third party, and 490 if I wanted fully comp. But, I mean, there was a big disparity years ago between third party and, and fully comprehensive. Nowadays, the fully comp is not that much more expensive than the third party. I suppose it depends on your age, too. But, I mean, generally speaking, Chris, do you think you're getting a fair deal? Well, I got a fair deal maybe the second time around. But when yeah. I quoted it, I didn't. But, like, all in all, as you are saying, if you go third party, you're omitting the fact that the car is old now because well, you're taking on the challenge of repairing that car yourself. Well, if your car is over 10 right, years old, you know, I mean, or even over 7 or 8 years old, it's, not worth, having it's not worth having fully comp. Yeah. No, because the car, if you crash the car, it's going to be written off anyway. 
But I mean, so, it was 30, 30 euros in the difference. So for the fully comp, you start to say, well, what the heck? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean and they, by the way, the other thing, the other mistake... Quid, you are able to get something to get back on the road fairly quickly for 30 euros. The other you mistake know? people make, same as house insurance, people overvalue their cars, right? So the insurance company says, yeah, how much is your car worth? It might be worth a lot to you and you love your car to bits and you say 10 grand, but realistically, the car book value is only worth about six. You are now paying for 10 grand insurance and if the car is written off or stolen, you won't get 10 grand. You'll only get six. Well, of so, course you are and you're saying the same with your house as well. Yeah, exactly. Obviously. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But people think, oh yeah, I'll, I'll put this on. But you're never going to get that anyway. If your house is only worth 200 grand and the reinstatement value theoretically is only 150, 170, that's all you're going to get. You're not going to get 200 grand even though it's valued at the day's value. You know, of of uh, saleable value. That doesn't mean a rebuild value is that. Do you feel sorry, by the way, for young people, Chris, who are paying two grand, two and a half grand, or do you think, sure, look, we all went through that? Well, we did. I don't think we went through as high as that. Ah, we did. So mine, I I told you, my first insurance was eighteen hundred pounds. Well, I think the bypass to that kind of system as well is a little bit. You know, when people uh, fill in the forms and say, "No, I don't drink and stuff like that." That's a big plus. Yeah, well, I suppose this new system too where they can put trackers in young people's cars, although a lot of young people don't want that. Chris, thanks very much indeed, but I think the message and the moral of Chris's story is don't take the first quote. No matter how long you've been insured with the company, give them a ring. They'll always do a better deal when you ring them and say, I'm not paying you that. Mario, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Mario? I'm not too bad, Mario. How are you? Good. Having a good day? Well, Fridays. Fridays are always good. Yeah, absolutely. So, Mario, what's your experience with insurance companies? To be honest, um, that was a bit of a shock. Uh, I paid actually exactly the same like you, 1800 but not pounds. Okay. Uh, but euros uh, for a one litre Fiesta that cost 500. <laughs> and, a one litre Fiesta that cost 500? Yeah, that much of a car is it for 500 quid in fairness, Mario? No, to be honest, <laughs> uh, well, because the money went for insurance. So that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, yeah. It, was, it was years ago, it was years ago. Um, well, personally, you see, I don't uh, kind of understand the main reason of, uh, that the problem with insurance is that if you're insuring one car you're, and you have a low claim bonus in that one car, you can't have other cars. I, I, I've, I, yeah, I've often wondered that myself. Why can't I have, because I did look into it going back a few years ago. Uh-huh. I, had a, I had a GTO that I wanted to keep. It was in a really old 25-year-old car, right? And I wanted to keep it just to drive it every now and again, but I had my own car for work. I didn't want to put mileage yeah. up on it. And I rang them and I said, can I put the two cars on the insurance? They said, oh yeah, that's no problem. But you you have to build up a no claims bonus on the other car. And I said, why? I can only drive one at a time. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. And that, to be honest, that's interesting because like right now, because passporting is gone with the UK reinsurance. Because when we're talking about Irish insurers, they're actually just brokers for reinsurers in the United Kingdom. So we'll see. Maybe like some European companies will come in and change the status quo a little bit. We thought we thought know. that was going to happen when we joined the EU. We thought they were going to allow you know European insurance companies to come in here and sell insurance, but they said no. That that's not going to happen. Um, because at the moment there's a whole news story today that six car insurance companies in Ireland are under investigation for anti-competitive practices. So essentially, what not they were the doing time. was they were sharing information. Not the first time. Not yeah, the yeah. First time. Yeah, but you see, the thing is, like, but I had a, even a different insurance problem. I tried to insure a van without owning a business. Believe me, that's completely different ballpark. Okay, so you, you could, yeah, but you can't insure a commercial vehicle unless you have a company. Yes, 
So that means like I cannot own a van. Imagine like we're living in a world where I cannot have a van or a pickup truck. No, you have to prove that you're a sole trader or you're yeah. a limited company. Yeah, that's yeah. commercial insurance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but you know what I mean? Like uh, same like you <laughs> said, you have a daily driver, but sometimes you need a thing you can throw into you know bolts of wood or something. But but see, there was a whole scam going back years ago that people were say buying cars and taking the back windows out and putting in a steel plate or a plate instead and trying to insure it commercially. And they stopped that because it was a bit of a scam going on. So then you had to prove you had a company. That's why they changed it, it, that. It, was, it wasn't with insurance. It was, it was with taxes. Oh, yeah, and tax as well, because you can get much cheaper car tax. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And actually, just a correction on, on the, the price, how the insurance company establishes the price of the vehicle. It's actually revenue who established the price of the vehicle. Oh, okay. So, so you can say whatever you want, and very often it's actually higher than you even think. It's well, it's called the green book value. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what they go by. Okay, all right. Let me just go to um, thank you, Mario. Let me just go to David. David, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, David? Hello there, Noel. How are you? Good, David. Seems the insurance companies are a spot of hot water today, but mind you, they've all agreed yeah. to conform now and reform. But they should they do that all the time anyway. Yeah, no, Noel. Like I'm about the same age as you, right? And me and you. And anyone out there, their age, should be experts in insurance companies. Right we on. know the scams. and they, Like, it's very uh, discriminatory against you. Okay, so uh, discriminatory in, in what sense? Right. Other than it's insuring me care. Right. right. They'll ask you, where do you live? Yeah. Right, so if you live in Ballyferme, Crumlin, Sydney, we're not running down these areas. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. Halle, wherever. Ballymun, uh, Darndale. Ballymun, Darndale, anywhere. You're going to be paying. Give it just with, for, for the argument, we'll say €1,000. Right. You ring and you're living in Kalini, Dalky, Dunleary, you'll probably pay about 800 because Now, it, one, yeah, but it, when you say that's discriminatory, is it not yeah. because these particular areas, with no disrespect to the salt of the earth that live there, that you're more likely to have your car stolen in those areas? Yeah, but no, no, not necessarily. Well, according to their data, I'm just okay. saying. Yeah, but then the next question is last year. Um, where is the main use of your car? Now, I said to them there one day, he said to me, well, you want to show your car. Where will you be mainly using the car? And I said, well, I'm going to get it towed out to Colony and I'm going to be driving down <laughs> Colony every day. That's where I'm going to be using it. Where do you think it's going to be using it? I don't know where they're going to be in my car. Like, you know what I mean? But that's they what are kind of stupid questions, aren't they? Yeah, well, another thing they last you, um, some of them ask you, do you have a PSV license? Right. This is a taxi license, so that has nothing got to do with car insurance. Yeah, they want, they'll also want to know: Are you using it for going to and from work? Yeah. No, I'm going to leave it at home. I'm going to walk. <laughs> no, I'm going to take the weeds off. It's in my garden. I'm going to send the picture. I don't drive it, but I have to insure it. I know some of the questions now, are a bit bonkers. With the car insurance, right? Oh, by the way, if you're a woman too, you might get it a bit cheaper. We'll get no, but another <laughs> thing, right? Say you have a young kid, a young boy or girl. Now they're on their parents' policy for two or three years, right? Yep. They go to the insurance company, they're out there getting money at the credit union, borrowing up to maybe five, ten, twenty grand for the horse car. Yep. Even the five hundred quid, right? I want to get me forward to Fiesta or Opal Call. Yeah. I'm twenty. I want to get me forest policy, I'm on my parents' policy for the past two years. No claims. Right, Johnny, um so you're gonna be just the only driver. Yep. Just me. Right, two and a half grand. Yeah. But if Johnny is smart enough, he says, well, no, I'm not the only driver. Me dad's a name driver. Yeah. Me dad's on the policy. Me granddad's on the policy. <laughs> me granny's on the policy. And then suddenly it comes down by a thousand euros. That's right. That's a little tip for yeah. people, by the way. If you, uh, For young people, put your mother or father or anybody with a full yeah. license uh, onto well, your policy as a name driver and you'll get a discount. 
how it's uh, discriminatory against people, right? Well, no, if it's you not. Have... See, no, the, the reason for it is it all comes down to calculated risk. So if you have your exactly. dad who, as a named driver on the policy, well, they figure your dad's going to be driving the car now and again, so you'll be driving it less. So right. that's, so that's their, you, their, their, their theory. They're telling you it's calculated risk, right? Yeah, yeah. So, don't tell me this. I okay? Yeah. You want fully comrades? No, I don't. I'm going to try and help you out here. I want to be covered third party only. I don't want breakdown cover. Glass cover I don't want. I'm not going to print a claim for glass. Yeah. Give me car stolen. I'm willing to put the excess of 250 up to 1,500 euros. Yeah. So I'm going to pay the force 1,500 euros yeah. in case of an accident. Yeah. Uh, I don't want if it's stolen. I won't claim it. I just want to cover Yeah, so you just legally you want insurance. That. Yeah. You can't do that. Why can't I do that? I'm putting my risk assessment down at zero. But there's a, yeah, there's a minimum requirement by insurance companies. Yeah. Insurance you know, companies. the other thing is, well, in our annoyer, if you lost your occupation. Yeah. Right. Oh, I told. By the way, can I just point out yeah. for the first ten years of my insurance, going back thirty years ago, statute of limitations will apply. I told them I was a landscape gardener. Yeah, of course. Now I'm going to tell you that now. Because <laughs> if you tell right, if you have, I'm not now. I don't. Man, no, no. But you're a fifty year old man, right? Yeah. And he's working in a factory ten years where no claims for five years, right? Yeah. He's saying just be lagging five hundred euro insurance on a one point four car for anything, Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Now you have the same man ringing up. Um, a t- 10-year policy, no claims bonus. Five-year maximum we have, right? Yeah. The same car. Well, what's your occupation? I'm a professional bus driver or I'm a professional truck driver. Oh, well, now suddenly you're going to be paying a couple of hundred extra. Yeah, I know. Different occupations do carry different risks, according to insurance companies. Like years ago, DJs couldn't get insured. So we had to, I, all the DJs I knew who worked in the nightclubs had to pretend they were something else. So I was a, a landscape gardener because that turned out to be the cheapest occupation, I believe, for some strange reason. Uh, but listen, very interesting, all the different aspects of there. Sorry, I have to go into a break. And I'm not trying to cut you short. But yes, they do discriminate to some degree against different areas and different parts of the country as well. And they say it's based on calculated risk. Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. What experience have you had? Maybe Maybe getting your son or daughter's car insured. Patrick, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Patrick? How you doing now? How things? It is a shocking story where they've kind of got away with, you know, breaking the rules of the Competition Authority and the Consumer Protection Commission. You know, this price signalling, as, as it's called. In other yeah. words, they're all in cahoots. Yeah. I, the, I used to work in the industry. I worked in the UK for a big insurer and I worked for an Irish insurer as well for years. Um, the Ara Cattell, I'm not here to defend them. The one thing I will say, since the crash in 08... In the UK and Ireland, they are getting rolled for false claims, mm. uh, scam claims, and that, and they know they're getting rolled. Um, so th- 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 it is one when, of the when you say false claims, what like whiplashes, uh, and... scam claims, uh, p- packing cars, and then hitting, you know, to be certain people that would take their unscrewed our brake lights and then hit the brakes on a roundabout, packed a car full of five people in front of an old person. Like insurers knew is that is that common that kind of I know somebody that was done yeah. to by the way I do know somebody that was done to done, on yeah. a roundabout um, and ah. yeah and, and again the, the same situation they said there was seven people in the car now uh, there wasn't yeah. seven people in this bloody car but ah, they, yeah. it was a people carrier yeah there's a lot of scan but there there is a massive increase a lot of it is your air code as well I know it seems unfair and it's happening to me my insurance has gone up and I'm not claiming like you hear that every year Jeez, I haven't claimed how come my insurance has gone up if people in your area have claimed and it, particularly they'll know the ones that are high probability that was a scan claim you just can't prove it right. there's a lot of them in your area your area all of a sudden becomes blacklisted and you'll find your insurance shoots up they don't want Which is a little bit unfair, know. isn't it? Because you have it, it is a bit, yeah. But it's just the way it is. It, uh, see, if you were running a business and you were looking at the figures, and you, it, it's the way business, you know, you'd be cutthroat to make money, you know. Yeah. It's bad on me. I work in I, the area, I, I live in Dublin, I can't be trying to talk to you before, but the area I live in Dublin, 
it's it's not a great area. Right, <laughs> I grew okay. up there, you know, and it, me insurance keeps going up, and I'm, I'm not. Well, how is it? Know? You know, they tell you to do it online. That oh, you get ten percent off if you do it online. Blah 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 yeah. blah. But yet, when you ring them up, you get a better price. Uh, so no, how always, how can they? But how can yeah. they drop the price so quickly when you ring them up? Do you know what I found when I worked there? That people would make an arse of the online quote, and you'd be able to see they've made an arse when they've, they've made it unnecessarily more expensive for themselves. And you were able to just change it, then put it to right and say, "Here, I can give you this discount." Really, it's not a discount. It's just they've made an arse. They put yeah, it well, on my insurance company—pardon <coughs> me—my insurance sent me my renewal uh, by email, and yeah. it said, "Click here to pay online to get." You know, your, the, the, there was an online right, price, yeah. an online price, and a not on, an online price. So yeah. click here to get the online price, which was six hundred and seventy, I think. I rang them up and I said, I'm not paying you 670. Yeah, I said, I'm not think, I got a better yeah. quote somewhere else. Oh, yeah, how much did you get a quote for? I said, 450. I lied. I didn't get a quote for 450 at all. And then he put it down. Yeah, yeah they put it I'll down actually, to 520. I'll tell you this. So, this is, I've always, I always try and tell people this. So, like in, in, in an inside thing. So, I work for two actually big insurers in Ireland and one in the UK. Both of them had, all of them, sorry, three of them had, it, for some reason it was the same. It was 18% discount. That as soon as someone called to complain about their, their renewal, you were able to give them an 18% discount. And hopefully that was enough to beat the company that year that yes. they had said they got the price from. So three of them had the same discount. Now, one was in the UK, two of them were Irish. But if anyone, and I say this to someone who works in the industry for about 10 years, if anyone that takes their renewal price in their eyes and doesn't call and just renews is a mug, because you can always, always, always get, get a better deal. It, it, that, that price is actually, Noel, that price is actually sitting there if you just bothered to pick up the phone and complain. Don't even... But they, but they don't want just, you really ringing price. them. They don't want you ringing no, them because that the means they need more staff to do that. <laughs> no, no, but if you don't call to the question, you are actually, in their eyes, you are a mug because there's a discount sitting there for you, for everybody if they just call. And that's that's me as someone who worked in the industry for 10 years now. But is, but is it not shocking that they're encouraging us to do it online, to make it easier for yeah. everybody to do it online yeah. seamlessly, yet yeah. we all know if you ring them up, you get a better price. Discounts there, yep. Oh, and it's always there. Yeah, no, it is. And I think I think Pierce Doherty was trying to bring in some law that that's illegal. Yeah. So your renewal has to be renewal, so you have to give you your best price for us. They can't have a second price sitting there. Because yeah. there is, it's not even a price match. Honestly, you know, they'll work there. There is a there's a discount for everybody if they call. Maybe bar young drivers because they don't give a shit about them, to be honest, because they're more inclined to claim. Okay, let's get to, the, uh, let's get, like let's get to the young drivers. Okay, so... What are the tips for young drivers who are getting ridiculous quotes um, at the moment? I mean, putting your dad on the insurance, you know, with a full license of your mom. Thing, yeah. That yeah. That's yeah. the name driver thing gets a little bit of a discount. What else might get and you a discount? And I'll tell you a really, really bad thing, and this is for me and you. If you have a car that's over 10 years old, they don't want cars that are old. You know, I think one, two, three, maybe don't take cars over 10 years old. One of the main insurers, because they're the, they're the cars but they that won't, they won't, yeah, unless you've time. originally, they won't if it's a new unless insurance. Unless you're originally with them. Yes, if you're already with the them and the car is, goes well, over 10 years old, it's yep. different, yeah. The people that are doing, I think they estimate something like one of five claims could be fraudulent or borderline fraudulent. So it's the cars that are old, that are, that are in. So nobody does it in a three-year-old BMW, let someone smash into the back of them. It's always a car that's, that's ready for the scrap heap. So any car over 10 years old, a young person, actually, they might think, I'll get a car that's not worth much. That's a double whammy for the insurer. You're, you're a young driver and you're using a car that's in the group where, where highlight for us that are more you're more inclined to do a fraudulent claim for whiplash. Yeah. I know that might seem strange, but no one does a fraudulent claim with five people letting someone smash into the back of them if it's a three-year-old BMW or 30 grand. It's the old cars. That's why you want to treat I don't want cars that are over 10 years old. So a young driver, I'd say, get a car This is for, a, obviously, this is for, a, again, just to point out for one, two, three, point of view, this is for a, if you, for a new quotation for a new car. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if, you're already, yeah. if you're with them already, yeah. If you're with them already, it doesn't matter, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's why, because it, it is all the claims, the fraudulent claims have been done in old cars. So if you're a younger driver, don't buy an old car. That you, it actually will work for you better. It's say eight, nine years old, and it's worth, say, three, four grand. 
Does age make a big difference? Because somebody just came in to me a few minutes ago in the staff that works there and she's in her 30s. It's her first insurance and yeah. they're still giving her a mad quote of 2,300. I know. See, I, I, ha- I had the same. I'll actually tell you, like I actually, I met a woman in Toronto. I had, a lot of people know her now. And I said, but I met a woman, I only started driving when I was 35 and I'm 41 now. And I went for insurance and it was all three, four grand. And I had a full license as well, and I still got massive. I went with a company called uh, Boxing Mode. They they put the they put the little gadgets in your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they actually encourage young drivers to call them. So I would always say, young driver, get a car that's eight, nine years old. Go with someone like them that do the the black box where you can track your speed. And you, you'll get a cheap enough quote. And they're a good company, now, to be honest. And yeah. I know a few others do it as well. And, and but the thing about the boxing mode, the, the little gadget in your car is, if you break the rules, i.e., you're breaking oh, erratically, they, they'll cancel it. Yeah, they'll cancel yeah. your insurance. And, and and that's the rules, of course. That's what you sign up for. Stay there for a second, Patrick, because I want to. Maybe you might know the answer to this one, James. You're on Ireland's Classic Kids. James, your daughter was quoted how much? Uh, Three thousand seven hundred and fifty-two euros, Niall. Three thousand seven hundred and fifty-two euros. Yeah, for third party fire and theft on a Renault on a 2010 Renault Clio. Right. Uh, last year, and um, she they, she was getting quotes. We got quotes of up to six thousand euros, and the cheapest one we got was three thousand seven hundred and fifty-two at one two three dollar And how old is she? Uh, she's uh, nineteen years of age. Right. Okay. Okay. And um, what was I going to say to you? Uh, yeah. So. We got it for three seven five two off for one two three dollar e because we agreed to get this black box fitted in the car for monitoring. Oh, did, I didn't know one two three did that, but there you go. Yeah, all right, okay. I do yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, the thing about when we were filling out the online uh, form, the online documents for the for the quote and whatever, they asked us what the annual mileage would be, and we said probably. I said, right, she's only starting to drive probably seven thousand miles. We say right. So as soon as we went over that seven thousand miles. We started getting emails and texts off of one two three dot saying that her policy would be cancelled within seven working days if she didn't purchase more more mileage. Now, oh, I didn't know you have to purchase mileage on those gadgets. Yeah. Well, yeah. the, the, the problem I have with that is we weren't told about this in the beginning. Now. I'm pr- it's probably in the small print. Yeah. So every 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 five hundred every five as soon as she'd hit five hundred miles. Uh, we'd be getting this um, this warning kind of telling us, like, you know, you need to purchase mileage. So for a 1,000 kilometres, it was working out sometimes 161 euros, 185, depending on the day you rang. You know, See, I, I know you're saying they didn't tell you, but I'm pretty sure if you look at the policy, it's in the small print. They they wouldn't okay. not have that something like that in the small print and okay it's the same as some of these PCP deals that you get in financing cars they have limited mileage in other words you'll sign up for PCP to buy a car for example and if you go over say seven thousand or ten thousand miles or kilometers or whatever it is per year you have to pay per mile I think it's like yeah, six or seven cents that's, that's the finance thing isn't it yeah that's the finance yeah so you pay six or seven cents a mile but it does seem like a, a really expensive policy but mind you again she's nineteen. And Patrick, yeah, but, anyway. it, it, but sorry, well, hang on for a second, James. Patrick, you know these quotes of three and a half grand, four and a half grand, or even yeah. upwards of that. Is this quite common in the industry? I mean, when you were working yeah, in the industry would. for that night for yeah. a nineteen-year-old. Yeah, one thing I will say about the Boxing Mall one is that they you have an app and it, it'll. It, I knew they were tracking my mileage. It was telling me how much miles I had left, and then I had to. I would tell you your charge for this extra mileage is this amount. They were a bit more transparent, I think, than what sounds like with the one, two, three. You know, yeah, you have someone cool. sign up and it's in the small print, which no one. I will tell you one thing. I the, company, the UK company I work for. I remember a seventeen-year-old killed a family. I think it was two million quid to claim us because when people say, "Oh, well, the car is only worth five hundred quid," you know, for a young driver, that young driver could be the same as that seventeen-year-old. Doesn't matter if his car was worth. He smashed into a BMW or something like that, and he killed a family. Two million quid the insurer had to pay 
because he killed about three or four people. But are, are young people, so, when, when we look at the, the cost of a young person versus the cost of James himself, and I don't know what James' insurance is, but I'm sure it's nowhere near yeah. three and a half grand. Is, it, is there that much of a disparity in the risk yeah. factor for young people? Uh, I think the stats we were given there, they're 20% more inclined to crash and also they're, more, they're, they're in high speed crashes. So it'd be ones where they tend to write off cars. It's not little or kill you know? people. Like galley racing, yeah. Like Donegal's really bad for it, apparently. I remember we were guest stats sometimes. So it's not um, discriminate. They, they go off the hard stats of which ones are more inclined to be fraudulent claims in whatever group and whatever area. The ones that are more into high volume cost. But can we not uh, balance claims? it out with some sort of risk analysis at the similar thing that we do with I health insurance? Do. I mean, you do you take health insurance, for example. You know, older people, for example, could really and truly be ripped off if we really wanted to go down that road. But we take into consideration there's a whole risk factor. So we, we kind of average yeah. the cost out for everybody to try and make it fair to older people who would be more at risk of yeah, getting yeah. health problems. Why, why can't we do that with car insurance? Whereby, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, well, sorry, yeah. James. Go ahead, yeah. Yeah, no, well, anyway, since, since we took out our policy there last July or August, um, my daughter has since got her full driving licence, uh, thank God. And uh, one, two, three, seven, so she sent in she sent in a copy of the, um, the certificate of competitive, you know, the competitive certificate. Yeah, compliant. She had gotten her... her uh, certificate of competence, isn't that what they call it? Yeah. Com- competence, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> sorry, yeah. And um, they uh, sent her out a renewal premium there, and it had gone down from three seven five two to three thousand two hundred, mm. with a with a full license. Okay, so she's only got saved herself five or six hundred quid. Yeah, so she shopped around, and um, she done exactly what you were after. What you were after being saying there, just lied to them and whatever, and saying yeah, yeah. quotes, better quotes. So she's after getting fully comprehensive insurance on the same car for one thousand four hundred and eighty five or ninety five. Well, that's great. Oh, that's yeah. great. Well, I mean, they, well, here's the thing. This is what I'm saying to everybody. Shop around. You know, I mean, right. and by the way, I'm with 123 and I've been with them for years and I find them a good insurance company and I get a good deal off them, even though I have to ring them every year to, to argue yeah. with them. But I get a good deal. You know, it's horses for courses, as they say. I do understand that young people are getting a really raw deal. But, you know, with the greatest respect, James, when I was a young person, I don't know if you remember when you were a young person, James, when I was 19 years of age, I was ripped off too. It was £1,800 at the time for my first insurance. So, yeah, you yeah. know, it, that kind of system hasn't changed in so, to some degree. Uh, well, let, let me just go as well, if I can, to Andrew. Andrew, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Andrew? I'm very well, thank you, John. How are you? Good. Andrew, uh, you're from Austria, and you think Irish people always want to claim and con? Uh, John, I, th- that's my experience, and, and I understand why the insurance companies have put up their prices. And I'll give you the example. So when I moved from Austria, I came over to Ireland. Um, I went up to a shop with my two-year-old daughter to buy some furniture. And I walk up the stairs, and uh, the shopkeeper comes running after me saying, whoa, don't go up there because I'm not insured in case she falls in there, in case something or whatever. Okay. And I'm thinking to myself, surely if I'm walking upstairs with a child, it's my responsibility. You would imagine so, yes. (laughs) And that is how it is in the rest of the world. But when you come here, if a child falls in my shop, if a child falls in the restaurant, if a child does, or even anyone else in the crash for for, for that matter, that's why the insurance is so high because people will always claim. Claim, yes. Trying to blame. You are right. And in the old days, the only way you could claim or put a public liability claim in was if there was negligence. In other words, exactly. if one of the stairs was missing or broken or something like that. But it's nowadays, exactly. it doesn't seem to matter. It doesn't matter anymore because, I mean, 
even if it is just someone just sleeping on their own shoe because it's broken or God knows what, and they fall down the stairs, they can still claim Absolutely. But you, when, we, we see, when we seen this two years ago there where there was a woman jumped onto a Lewis, I'm sure you all remember this, she decided to jump onto the back of the Lewis for a bit of fun and, you know, scoot onto the back of it. She fell off and ended up with a brain injury and she got a half a million or a million or something, ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, exactly. And, and it was her own fault. To me. And, and, that, and that to me is the reason why the insurance companies are doing this. I'm not in any way sort of saying that they are right or wrong. But what I'm saying is that people have to realise it is the mentality of the people in the nation that have actually forced the insurance company to go down this route. Because the same insurance companies are not doing that in Europe. When I was in Europe, I would get a quote for 300 euro, 200 euro for a car. I came to Ireland, my first quote, nine years driving experience, no, no, um, mm-hmm. no claims bonus and all that, 1,800 euro. The other, thing, the other thing, by the way, as well, and maybe, I don't know, maybe Patrick knows a bit more about this. Patrick, I had a fella hit the back of me there about three years ago, right? Now, mm-hmm. didn't do any damage, really. He had a little bit of a hole in my bumper. Um, yep. And it was a new car, so I wanted it fixed. In fairness, right? So yep. I just said, your man said to me, uh, "I'll fix it myself." I had a quick look at him, and I kind of figured to myself, "Now he's not going to have the money to bloody fix this car." So anyway, yeah. he said, "Look," he ended up telling me to go through the insurance. So I rang the insurance, his insurance company, and they got them a quote, and it was sixteen hundred quid for to have the bumper replaced because they couldn't fix it; it was a hole in it, right? And just the thing, the brackets at the back of it, it was eighteen hundred quid. And then his insurance kept, company kept ringing me for about three or four days afterwards. How do you feel? I said, "I feel grand." Yeah. I'm I, I yeah, okay. Yeah. How's your back? I yeah. said, my back is fine. And uh, then it rang me about a week, week later. How's everything? Have you been to the doctor? And I said, no, I haven't been to the doctor. I'm grand. And it was yeah. almost like they wanted me to claim. Now, yeah. I didn't bother claiming. I, I had no reason to claim. But it was like they were looking for me to claim. They kind of see what happened. It happened to someone I know uh, very well now. So he got hit into the back of him. And he thinks it was actually a stage accident with two people. It was a three-car uh, accident. Mm. Um. And he get out of the car. Now his insurer, the, 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 he said the lads were kind of speaking. Oh, you hit me too hard there, so he knew it was kind of a stage accident. He because your man hit your man too hard. He then went into the back of my friend. He his the, that lads insurer that hit into him offered him ten grand straight away, so it's not the claim to go through court because he probably would have got twenty, you know. And it was only a sore neck he had, so he took the money obviously, you know. So a bit of them, a lot of it is like well, that chapman there he is right in the last ten to fifteen years, we're a gang of Q hooers looking for every Irish people, money, Irish people right. in general. Yeah, I, I know so in the UK worse the last ten to fifteen years, yeah. but you are right. Just um, in terms of that, his insurer was probably waiting for you to say, oh, "I am starting to feel a bit," just because they, they 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 probably but they were encouraging me nearly to do it. <laughs> Was... They probably want, yeah. I think they had a feeling you were going to take it to court in time, and they were probably trying to get it out of you to then say, "Look, if we give you eight grand here now, we can write a check." Well, I did, but, but I didn't get the offer of the money. I didn't no. take it. I wouldn't no, have taken like, it. I would have felt bad taking it. it. It was open for you to scam it, to be honest, and, and they were yeah. half expecting it. That's why they were kind of sussing you out all the time. Andrew, do they not? Is there no scamming going on in Austria? No. Well, it's not that there isn't any scamming. It's just I think people are a little bit more responsible and take responsibility for their own actions. Yeah, yeah. Don't, they sort of don't try to get away and put a quick one over anyone else. Yeah, and that I think is the difference uh, in the whole attitude. And yeah. if, if people take right. responsibility for their own actions, then there's no reason for the insurance to be expensive. But the moment I'm looking for blame, the moment I'm pointing fingers at someone else and trying to get out of a sticky situation, no matter who's responsible. That's but that hasn't changed. That, Ireland has been like that for years. When I worked in the nightclub industry, I remember we got a claim in from a girl in Club M one night, going back a long, long time ago. She had tripped and twisted her ankle on a cocktail stick. And 
and you couldn't make it up. Yeah. They, and at the time, CCTV would have been kind of a new thing. We, we did have it. There was no sign of this young one in the nightclub. We never, we couldn't see her on the, the cameras coming in. There was no record of it. She hadn't reported it to anybody on the night. And the insurance company just kind of went, oh, look, just give her 15 grand. It'll be cheaper than going to court. And and that's the problem with insurance. Yeah, there's a bar in Clondalk and Noel uh, called the Ark, and it's closed now. The dance bar. And I remember asking. Oh, I remember Noel the Ark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but he had a dance bar. It was like a nightclub. But the, the stairs down to the toilets, we had to get down the stairs. Apparently, they got a deluge of claims because people falling down the stairs. But like that gentleman from Austria said, like a stairs is a stairs. If you can't tell, just a deluge of claims because a toilet. Yeah, and, and and the problem is, is is the insurance companies won't fight them. The insurance companies figure, oh look, we've got to go to the circuit court, the high court. That's going to cost us, you know a barrister and a solicitor you know two days in the high court you're looking at 20 grand I should just give them 10 and we get away with it lightly you know what I mean and that's yeah, what happens a staircase is a bloody staircase so that's how <laughs> made a point as well I think that should yeah. be a kind of a law where it has to be neglected I'm sorry my staircase is the same as everyone else's if you can't work it and that claim shouldn't even be getting this. there should be some sort of law absolutely you, you have to I, I couldn't agree more sorry for putting you with Joe Patrick and Andrew but you should have to prove some sort of neglect in other words, if you're in a pub and somebody doesn't mop up a wet floor or something like that or trips over something that was put there by the owners, uh, by, the, by, by the people who work there, I get it. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.